huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, I'm just walking around right now, willy-nilly, because I got a great interview coming up with my guy, Reggie. And I learned about Reggie from my interview that I did with the Fiscal Stoner. Uh, But Reggie... Uh, he has a clothing line out called Yeah Bro, I'm High. And the guy is really, really interesting. So I'm going to be talking to him coming up later. I'm just walking around right now. Uh, there's been a lot of new people coming into the park. And I just like walking around and checking everybody out. But nobody is out tonight. I don't know if it's because of uh, football or whatever it may be. Uh, check out my website, guys. Go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on this bench right here. I just want to be outside. Uh, I'm doing much better. I know yesterday's show, I was doing a lot of bitching and complaining about stuff. And I hope, like, none of you guys look at me differently. But yesterday, I needed to just vent. I needed to get some things off of my chest. And listen, I know what I'm going through right now is, like, nowhere near or could be compared to what people are going through right now. But I just like to be open. I I think... And that's one of the things that I've learned the most about radio and doing podcasting. The way that you are going to be successful is being just an open book, being honest. Because a lot of these radio hosts, a lot of these podcasters, they control the narrative. They control the narrative because they want you to see one thing when they're actually something else. And how can you gain your audience's trust if you're not being honest with them? And I am actually walking to my car right now because uh, I realize that I am a projector. And by projector, I mean I talk, I project my voice. So now I'm in my car and I can speak freely. Because I really do think people are wearing thin or I'm wearing thin on people. But uh, once again, I already told you about my website. 
I want to get voicemails from you guys. You can email me or you can leave me a voicemail. Email me tuttle at gmail.com or if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. I don't want you guys to think like I'm complaining about my parents again because I'm not. This, I, I know, I know for a fact this is not the case, but this is how my head works, people. Like, I know I should not think this way. And if you listen to yesterday's show, you know that I went and visited my best friend, Colton. Colton from the Bubba the Love Sponge Show, the program director of Bubba Army Radio. Yeah, his family. Him, his sister, his mom and dad open, welcomed me with open arms to be able to stay with him, rent-free. But I still did things to help out around the house. Me and Colton would mow, blow off all the debris, weedy, edge, everything. I even did the dish, so I don't want you to think I was being a freeloader. But I was over at Colton's house, and my producer, Vulture, uh, ended up sending Colton a phone to be able to hook up. And uh, when when my produ- producer, Vulture, sent the phone, he sent a portable razor. Now, I don't know if this is one of the uh, Navy or Marine-issued shavers, but it looked pretty cool. I like to stay baby-faced. There's a lot of people that like facial hair. Not me. No, I, I can... I despise facial hair. So Vulture sent that to me, and I brought it home. And then this morning when I woke up, because I haven't even taken it out of the box, but I went into the bathroom, and, and oh, this razor, this shaver is out of the box. I didn't want to call my mom out on it because, I mean, it's, it's just something you don't, like, talk to your mom about, but... Why is it that my brain, my crazy, fucked up brain automatically goes to? Because my mom, here, let me back up. I'll, I'll give you more of a story. My mom ended up taking a shower this morning. Now, the razor was out. My mind directly went to my mom used this new razor after she dried off, after her shower, that she used this razor, this this electric razor that's supposed to be for your face, from my producer Vulture, I can only think that she used my razor to shave her vagina. And by vagina, I mean vagina. Now, like... I don't know, man. Like, is that, does that make me crazy? I don't want you to think like, oh, I think my mom's disgusting or anything. Like, is it wrong for a son to shave his face if he knew or thinks that his mom used his facial razor to shave her vagina or her genitalia? Um... Yeah, I got a little bit of a problem with that. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I know that it shouldn't bother me because I, I don't, I almost, I, you know what? I do know. My mom is not a disgusting person. She's very hygienic, takes a shower every single day, but, like, would you guys? And this, this is a, a, a perfect, perfect example of using the voicemail number. Four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four. Uh, as a as a man or a son, would you have a problem shaving your face if you thought or knew that your mom shaved down her her genitalia, her pubic mound? Would you use that same razor? Think about it, people. You came out of that area. You were born out of that area. The first piece of vagina you ever got in your life was from your mom when you came out of it. And I'm not I'm not trying to shock jock. I'm not trying to be disgusting or anything, but it's the truth. Would you use a razor that you maybe thought or knew that your mom shaved her vagina with to be able to shave your face. Four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four. I would love to hear from you because I, I I would love to play these. And it's an honest question. I'm not trying to cause uh, controversy. I'm not trying to be polarizing. And I'm not even saying that my mom did that with my razor, but it was outside of the box when I know that I did not open that box up. I don't think she did that. I'm almost absolutely sure she didn't do that. But or would you, if you knew that your mom shaved the vagina and then put the uh, razor, the face razor, uh, for you to use, would you be? Would you want to use it? Just asking a very, very simple question. I would like to hear from you. Leave me a voicemail four zero seven two seven zero three zero four four. Gonna take a quick break. When I come back, I'm gonna be doing an interview with my friend Reggie that I met because of the fiscal stoner, talking about his merchandising line. Yeah. I'm high, bro. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. DJ Nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, guys, 
going to give it a little bit of a buffer here because you don't know how many people are logging on, but we are actually live on Facebook Live right now. And I've been looking forward to this interview. I know I say this about all of them, but uh, I talked to a guy by the name of the Fiscal Stoner, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four months ago. And it, it was such a great interview. And and the great thing about it is that I picked up so many new subscribers, followers on all of my social media. And, and my next guest, I wanted to have him on because I've been digging some of the stuff that he's working on right now. But my next guest is uh, Reggie. Reggie, are you there, Reg? I'm here, man. How are you doing, buddy? Man, I'm good, bro. How about you, man? Wonderful. Where, where, uh, whereabouts are you, uh, broadcasting from right now? Uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, dude. So you're a Floridian then. You're not that far away from me. Okay. I, I'm in, uh, I'm in Volusia County. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not far at all. I, I, uh, I grew up in Deland. So now, um, so have you lived in Florida all your life? You you grew up around here? Jacksonville, Florida, born and raised, man. Now, okay. Now this this is going to be a weird question. So I I hope you don't get offended or whatever. But um I always tell people, people that have lived in Florida all their life are Florida crackers. Now, for the most part, people call white people crackers and stuff like that, but yeah, you've heard of the saying Florida cracker, correct? I mean, you've grown up in Florida all your life. Of course. Can African-Americans be Florida crackers if you've grown up here all your life? Uh, possibly. Now, I, 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 I didn't mean to start off the interview with an awkward-ass <laughs> question. So no, I really... I really apro- uh, apologize. So you you grew up in Jacksonville. What what part of Jacksonville? Because not a lot of people realize this is that Jacksonville is the when it comes to land mass. Jacksonville is one of the biggest cities in the United States of America. I'm not talking population wise. I'm just talking by land mass uh, because the the city of Jacksonville kind of spreads out pretty big. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, I mean, it could take you an hour to get to a destination in Jacksonville, man. Like, easy. now, Reg, now, Reg, you um, I I ended up finding out about you about from the fiscal stoner, uh, and you have a clothing line out. You you have merchandise and stuff like that. Uh, tell a little bit uh, about yourself and 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 what you're doing uh, so my audience can get an understanding of who you are. Um, in November of 2020, uh, I decided to make a clothing line out of a out of a term out of out of something I had been saying um, and I got it from a song from Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Mm-hmm. And the saying is, yeah, I'm high, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a Florida medical marijuana patient. Um, mm-hmm. I can, believe I ask in- a, 
can, 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 can I don't mean to interrupt, but, um, what, um, you're, you're on medical marijuana. My mom is on mar- medical marijuana. She, uh, has had cancer twice in her life. And she also has, um, it's not Parkinson's, but she has central tremors where she shakes a little bit. And, and it's amazing just what, uh, smoking off of her oil pen or, or taking an edible about, she could be a goddamn surgeon on how steady her hands are after she takes it. And, and I've been there. I, I see it. The, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, man. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of instances, man. Um, um, how I, how I found that marijuana really, uh, I used it for medical reasons in 2014, my son was diagnosed with cancer at five months old. And, you know, before that time I was just a recreational user, you know, mm. and, um, but going through that time period really showed me what it did for me, you know, mentally, uh, during that time. And um, that's when I just started to take it a lot more serious. And when that opportunity became present to uh, be prescribed for it, I mean, I took it immediately. Yeah. Um, how has it helped you? Medical marijuana balances me. Yeah. If that makes sense. It, 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 it keeps me even. It, it keeps me even. It picks me up where I might be low, you know. It, and it keeps me level where I'm already, you know, at that high. So. Have, have you ever now, you know, I, I, I talk about this. Um, you know, you look at the legal substances that are out there. You look at alcohol and tobacco and the amount of people that die or, or, or have health, you know, repercussions from doing those things. And that's completely legal. And I could, I don't know the exact numbers, but the people that have died from marijuana has got to be way, way lower. And I, I, I think that it's, it's the case of lobbyists, you know, big tobacco, the alcohol uh, companies putting money in the politicians' hands. And that's why it is still legal and then you got people that are one to hassle people that smoke weed on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 And you know, man, one thing about having this card and going into the dispensary to see the diversity of people that medicate that, that I'll just use marijuana, man. A it's, lot of older so, people, a yes. lot of older yes. people, like older yes. people, you would never think, you they would, would be never. there. You would never think, but they are there. They are getting it because it is helping them because yep. of all the poisons and stuff. Um, I mean, I'll get, I'll give you a little bit of background on my, my part. I, I, um, have dealt with mental illness all my life, uh, bipolar, manic, depressive, uh, obsessive, compulsive disorders, and stuff like that. And I used to be a big alcoholic. I drank and drank and drank. And, you know, I've been sober for over a year. And 
a lot of people that listen to my podcast radio show say, oh, well, you know, Tuttle, you can't claim to be sober because you're still smoking marijuana. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like I, I, I'm just being real. Like when I, when I look at stuff, stuff that just grows straight out of the ground that you don't have to process, I feel the same thing, same way about mushrooms, you know? Um, and people want to give me a hard time about that. What, what is it going to take for the majority to get rid of that stigma that marijuana has? As soon as the government finds a way to fully tax it and make their money off of it and make it legal, the stigma goes away with it, just like there's no stigma with alcohol and all the rest of it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree 100% with you on that because, you know, it's like there's so many things out there that were overprescribed pills, big pharmaceutical is is pushing money into the the lobbyists. And and that's how that it's always been. And until that changes, I think that they don't want marijuana being there. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, um if you really, really, really take the time to do the research and to see what the body is made up of. We're already made up of, of, of THC, CBD. Those are already in you. Um, mm-hmm. you, you. Your body starts to lose those levels, you know, as you age. Marijuana mm-hmm. helps balance those things out too. Man, I can say this all day, like I said, because they can't make the money off of it like they want to. That's the only reason why they're doing mm-hmm. what they're doing. Even with the medical market here, man, we know we have it, but man, some of the stuff that they do and some of the little things they pull, um, it, it's kind of crappy. But you know, hey, Reg, you know, it's a working project. Reg, while, while, and 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 I feel really, really bad, and and I hope you're not offended. But uh, how is your son doing? You 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 talked about your son. Um, is is he doing better, or is he? I, I, He's seven years old, man. He's been cancer-free now for five years. He is a normal, regular, everyday kid, man. I have to give the most respect and thanks to Nemours um, and Wilson. Nemours is a here. great place. Nemours is great. such a great place. Great, great. I I give them all the give them all the glory, and you know, um, so. Yeah, man, he's good. Now, I appreciate that. I, 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 I apologize about glancing over that. I, you, you brought that up and everything, and and I just wanted to ask. Uh, so I apologize about that. Now let's let's talk a little bit about your clothing line, your merchandising stuff that you're doing. Tell people a little bit about it. Why you decided to come out with this, and where can people find it? Um. Sitting around during this pandemic, you know, um, you know, sitting around brainstorming, man, and um, connecting with the Stoner community on Twitter a lot too. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I started doing some sketches, and I, I got on a, a app, and I sent them to a couple people, and I, and I, and they came back with a dope design, 
and um and I decided, you know, put it out there. It's it's for people that medicate um, medically. It's for people that do it recreationally. I don't care. Long as you're staying lifted, long as you're medicating, long as you're getting through the day, man, and doing what you have to do and just living in your truth, it's a clothing line for you, man. It's called Yeah, I'm High, Bro. You, you know, you can't run from it. You can't hide. You can't hide from it. Uh, uh, I'll tell you the story, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, go go ahead, man. I, I want to hear it. Uh, one of the big, the biggest things I came up with it was I remember being nah, probably maybe 20, 21 years old. You know, I'm in the store, minding my business. You know, you can sense somebody looking at you. Uh, and I could just sense this lady just staring at me. And, you know, you know, she looked and she looked and I look at her and she's like, excuse me. Was she, now, was, was she following you around because and she was staring you down? Like, why was she doing that? Because no, now, we were in the line. Now, OK. All right. All right. So I, uh, I, I didn't mean to interrupt there. No, no, we, we, we were in the line. I, I'm pretty sure I, I smelled like it, but, you know, for some reason. <laughs> It just, it just told her, just, just asked me, you know, was I high? And I just hit her with a simply, you know, yeah, I'm high, bro. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she just kind of looked and I'm like, you know, is it bothering you? Like, I'm, I'm in the line buying my stuff. I mean, I'm minding my business. I mean, Jesus. It's probably a person over there on pills right now. You wouldn't know it. I mean, you haven't asked no. them that. I mean, and, I mean, and people. People don't people don't understand how bad the pill problem. I mean, it's gotten better in the state of Florida, but it's still there. But man, like ten years ago, man, the the, the how easy it was for you to get oxys or 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 any of these pain pills here in the state of Florida uh, was crazy. I mean, there were so many people dying here in the state of Florida. I just saw an article where they said um, states that allow medical marijuana, um, I believe those deaths are down by like 25%. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you, but um, have you seen, see, this is, this is why the internet is undefeated. It's always going to be there. But uh, the racist white guy that got smacked in the face with the twisted tea can. I'm, I know that you've you've already probably seen this video, yeah. right? Yeah, I saw that, man. Now, <laughs> the way my mind works was, <clears throat> and I've been seeing this a lot, uh, Sprite. Sprite has been uh, kind of going towards more of the urban community, hip hop, basketball. And, and the first thing when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that white dude deserved everything he got. But the, the thing that I was thinking, I was like, Oh, what if twisted T was like, okay. Um, what can we do to up our sale? Oh, Hey, let's get that white guy from uh, the mail room. Uh, tell him if he wants to advance, they bring him in the boardroom and they're like, uh, uh, hey, Jerry, Jerry, you, you know, you've been working in the mailroom for quite a while, uh, but this is a chance for you. We want you to go into a, a convenience store, say like a 7-Eleven or something, and we're going to want you, you know, this 
this guy, Derek, Derek, he's been here. He's he's a big executive. He's an African-American. What we're going to do is we're going to have you say the most racist things in the world that you can. And he is going to absolutely smash you right in the melon with a twisted T. And then everybody, because the memes are everywhere, these videos of twisted T. I mean, they could not have bought this marketing <laughs> for any amount of money in the world. Yeah, I saw, um, to be honest with you, I saw the meme first before I actually even saw the video. Yeah, I, I did too. I didn't, and I was kind of confused. Like, I, I saw one where it was like four guns, and then that was like in the middle of it, and it was like that thing. I'm like, like I don't get it. And then I finally seen the video. I was like, "Oh, okay." And yeah, that was that. That was some free, great free advertisement. If it was free advertisement, like you said. But but um, I mean, I got to tell you, the guy like uh, had a lot of patience though, because like you, you know, and the white guy was so oblivious at that time, uh, because the the guy. He was he was twirling the twisted tea and dropped it and and still was able to pick it up and smack him in the face like the guy could not see the signs that, oh, I'm about to get just smashed right in the face. Yeah, I don't I I, I didn't understand the way he kept berating that guy. I don't I mean, I don't know what he expected or what he thought was going to happen. Like, I mean, he kept going Mm -hmm. like, bro, you said what you said already. Let it go. But, I mean, he just kept going. Um, and then, you know, he used that clown word, you know, and. Can I ask you, have, have, you know, like, you know, this year we've dealt with COVID. We've dealt with the civil unrest, the stuff with Breonna Taylor, uh, George Floyd and everything. And if I'm getting too political and this is stuff you don't want to talk about, I, I completely understand. Um, but. Uh, for that to be going on, you would think in this day and age, you would not be seeing shit like that. Um, is it is it because me being a white guy like, uh, you know, I'm not in that. Do you is that stuff that you have to deal with as well, too? I mean. Well, I want to talk about we talk about it. Um, there's just certain things. You know, you have to deal with, man. You know, there's just certain things, man, um, that is just different. No, I won't I, go too, you know, I won't go too deep into it. But you, you have those instances where you, <clears throat> um, you, 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 you've been in those. I've been in those situations where you could just kind of feel. It seemed like that guy just really wanted to start a problem, like, yeah. And you know, you know, and it it, it happens, but. I mean, if you campaign long enough, man, you know, you'll get elected eventually. And he 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 got elected that night. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to some other things. Or so up in Jacksonville, or I mean you a Jags fan? Like who 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 do you uh root for up uh, in in the state of Florida when it comes to sports? Uh I'm definitely a Florida State Seminoles fan. Sure. Oh, I'm a gator. All my family came uh, from Gainesville. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely a no. I mean, with the Jags, man, I, I, 
I took a break. I took a break off this year, man. I, I'm 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 up in the air with that. Um, it's it's too much stress on my life. Um, dealing with those guys, man. But you know, they're they're finna start over again. Um, yeah. And you know, we'll 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 see what happens, man. I I don't know with those guys, bro. You don't have to go into detail, but what it what what type of work do you do for a living? I really you okay, I got you, I got you. I mean, I I yeah, I, I know, I know. I I, I was just kind of curious. So now if people want to check out your clothing line and stuff or or your your merchandise, what where can they go to be able to check that out? Um it's yeah, I'm high bro dot big cartel.com and that's y e a no h i'm high bro dot b i g c a r t e l dot com now you got shirts hats any any other stuff like give, give me an idea of the, of the type of stuff that they can get there i got i got i got a few different um few different t-shirts uh i got hoodies um i got joggers uh, I got masks, you know, gotta stay safe out there. I got masks. Um, I got stickers if you like, if you like stickers and I got a lot of things coming. Like I said, I've only been launched, uh, for about a month here. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm just getting started, man, but I'm excited. I got some things coming, you know, rolling trade. You gotta go with magnets. Magnets is where it is. Cause I, I've been working in radio magnets. You know, because, yeah, because people, they don't like putting stickers and stuff on their cars, but those magnets, the magnets putting them on there. Yeah, people can grab them. But there's a radio show, radio station that I used to work here in the Orlando area that it almost became a game. You know, they called it the uh, game of magnets, you know, so you would you would have. Yeah, I'm high bro magnets. And, you know, somebody would have them on their car and then, you know, somebody would come by and snatch them, but they would put them on their car and it would just it would spread. You know, it was like people would share me like, hey, man, that's a cool ass uh, magnet there. I'm going to grab it. Yeah, you 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 lost a magnet. But a lot of people when they're but when they buy the magnets, they they buy like five of them because they're like, yeah, I know this is eventually going to get taken. So I got a backup. So. That's that's a little uh, little tidbit that might be able to help you out. Magnets. People love the magnets. Okay. I appreciate it. I definitely I definitely I, get on it. I would think that would be great, man. So um it's the new year. What are what are some things that you are looking forward to? Things that are coming up this year, things that you would like to happen because you know, a lot of people have been talking about this. Oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over with. And I'm like, so what? You guys think just because mysteriously at the stroke of midnight, December 31st, 2020, that things are just going to get that much better? Um, I want to I want to hope and pray things get better. But like, what are what are some things that you're looking forward to accomplishing in 2021? Um, building, building this brand, man, hopefully, you know, like you said, with this whole 2021 thing, hope things just going to change. I'm hoping we we have some progression, um, in this pandemic and, and 
some things can open up and move around a lot a, a little bit more. But it's just growing this brand, man. Like I said, I'm just getting started. I got rolling trays coming. I got um, you know, I, I just got so many different things I want to do with this. Uh, but just getting this brand build built up to where I think it can go. Uh I definitely, definitely need Wiz Khalifa to get at least one of my shirts, man. Okay, if I could all right. get one of my shirts on Wiz, man, I would be forever grateful. <laughs> all right. So, so I, you know, I'm glad to see because that's what I was about to ask you. If, if you had one artist in the hip hop or, or, or hip hop game, if you could get, a, you know, just a pick or something, I'm not saying they're going to wear it all the time, but that one artist that you could get some of your gear on so you're saying Wiz Khalifa he's the inspiration behind it all man if it wasn't for Wiz there would be no yeah I'm high bro well I am promising you buddy I I don't know anybody but I'm I'm going to look at my uh connections because you know I keep up with all of my contacts and stuff somebody's got to know somebody that knows somebody and, yeah, and I'm going to work on that, man. I would I would love to see that, even if it's like a shirt or, you know, right now with uh, COVID going on, maybe one of the masks or something. I, yeah, I think that would be badass. Can I send you something, man? I yeah, mean, dude. We'll, we'll, hey, yeah, man. man, I will take some pics. I will post that stuff over all of my social media. And 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 I will pimp out anything that you send me. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna have to send you some of. I I have a um. I have a, uh, a a sunglass sponsorship. So if you send me some stuff, I'll send I'll send you some uh, sunglasses and stuff like that. You got a deal, man. You got a deal. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, Reggie. I uh I want to keep doing this. I want to work with you. I like your hustle. I like your your ideas on things. And I would like to help your brand grow and, and help promote you in any way that I can. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, you reached out to me, man. I, I don't know about you, man, but I felt pretty I felt felt pretty awesome about it, bro. Well, and 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 I got to tell you, the the reason that I did reach out to you is I, I had that conversation with uh, the fiscal stoner, um, uh, a great guy, you know, a guy that did a lot of service for our country. Uh, and 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 it's very important to me because I, I feel like we do not do enough for our veterans. Uh, we just want to throw pills down their throat to help them out with their PTSD and stuff or, um, and, and, and that's just the great thing. And, and, and I think it is very heroic. I think it's great what he's trying to do Yeah, because weed really does not have any side effects besides uh, having to replace refrigerator doors because you open them up so much to eat, you know? So that's, that's the only, uh, side effect that I could ever think of. Uh, but you know, I think, I, I, I think it's great. I think, I think instead of being on, on opiates, 
uh, and other like uh, psychotropic drugs and stuff like that. I think that this is a healthier, safer alternative than the pills that big pharmaceutical is trying to push on us. Oh man, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, all the side effects they have on you, you know, not only mentally, but just, you know, your liver, your kidneys, it's just, it, it goes on and on, man, what it does to you. Yeah, I was over-prescribed the, the uh, psychotropic drugs. I was on like three or four of them at one time. Uh, about a year ago, I, I tried to commit suicide. Um, and, and it also didn't help that I was an alcoholic at the time. I was drinking on all those things and, and, and it was just a bad mixture of stuff. Uh, and, and the other thing that I don't think people realize, you know, our deficit is at an all time high right now. I think when Donald Trump started, uh, his presidency, we were at 19 trillion when it came to the deficit, we have we have increased our deficit by ten trillion dollars. And just look at Colorado alone on how much they have made from taxing the sales of marijuana. Um, how much more revenue that would be coming in at, for taxes in this country? You wanna, you wanna, you wanna help uh, the deficit. You legalize it in every state. You open dispensaries. You put it in there. Guess I guarantee you they will come. Problem solved. Problem mm -hmm. solved. If you allow these, you know, these teachers and these other professional people mm -hmm. that still do it, but if they can do it without mm -hmm. any reap, man, come on, it's it's a no brainer, man. Um, you know, you, you live in the state of Florida and, and one of the other big things that is marijuana related that I just do not understand it, it logically, it does not make sense here in the state of Florida. We have concealed carry people can carry firearms in the state of Florida. All right. So, but. You cannot get a concealed uh, weapons permit here in the state of Florida if you have your medical marijuana card. Now, I think that is complete, absolute bullshit because my dad's been telling me this for years. You go to an NFL football game. What do they sell there? They sell beer. How many fights do you see from people that are drinking? Now, a person that's an alcoholic can have a concealed carry permit, but a person that has their medical marijuana card cannot have a concealed carry permit. I'm telling you right now, a guy that's high, a pothead, he's going to try to work things out before he has to pull the strap. Now, you got a guy that's bearded up, a guy that's been pounding the beers or whiskey or whatever, Oh, that dude's just looking for a reason to cap somebody, to to put a bullet in somebody. So how is that even fair, in my opinion? Uh, none of it's fair. It's it's because, like you said, man, the the they're still they're still they're still they're still paying the politicians, they're still paying the people that need to pay to push the narrative that they push. And um and it, 
being a being on being on marijuana, you're so nonviolent because you're so chill. Um, <clears throat> like you said, you know, I I can go pound some beers and you know run a red light and kill a family, uh, or or I can you know smoke a joint and probably go you know twenty miles under the speed limit. And not be a threat to anybody on the road. So, I mean, I don't I, understand I, it, man. I, 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 I'm glad that you bring that up. Now, do, do I think you should get blazed out of your mind and try to drive? No, I don't, yeah. I don't think you should. But, but in my opinion, we've all done it. Everybody is driven drunk or not drunk, but have, has driven when they've had maybe a drink or two. Okay. Yep. But I got to tell you, when I'm high, and I'm driving, I, I I don't know if it's paranoia or whatever, but I make sure that I use my blinker. I make sure my seatbelt's on. Uh, you know what? Even when I'm high, this is, this, is, this is how much I go into it. I turn my car on, turn all my lights on, and I check all my lights. Is the uh, right headlight working? Is the left headlight working? I check my high beams. I go around. I check the brakes. I check out the blinkers. Because I'm high and I want to make sure that all my stuff works. Like, I don't know if you call it paranoia, but you're just like, all right, I want to make sure all of my shit is right. That focus, man, could be could be a sativa, man. Could be a sativa, man. You know, you got you got strands like that, man, like strawberry cough, man, that just <laughs> locks you in, bro, and makes you so <laughs> will make you focus on anything. Um, <laughs> but just like you said. It makes you focus. It, you don't lose focus. It makes you focus on what you're doing more than anything. Uh, like you say, having a drink or two, you're loose, you're loofy. You know, you get careless. You get careless. Yeah, yeah. It's now, not fun. It, it's it's funny because I do. Um, I always have a notepad, you know, because I'm doing radio shows. Um, I'm always thinking of topics to uh, to talk about. I keep a notepad open on my phone. Where, because when I smoke a little bit, I think of some pretty interesting like angles or or topics to talk about because I write them down because I'm like, oh, I don't want to forget about this. So I, I always write it down. There'll be some mornings when I wake up like, what the, what, what, what the hell did I just write? But then it'll come back to me. And, 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 and I think of a lot of stuff. I think of a lot of great angles and everything. So, um, you know, guys, uh, the ones that are watching this right now, I, I don't want you to think this is like uh, the Cheecher and Cheech and Chong channel or Harold and Kumar go to White Castle or anything like that. Uh, I just want to talk about this because I think that it's something that needs to be talked about because there are so many things out there that are completely legal that. Uh, that shouldn't be they kill people every single day um how much do you know about john morgan you know being in jacksonville you know that john morgan here in the state of florida uh spent a lot of his own money uh yeah. not once but twice because the first time he did it it, it it barely failed and the second time he was able to do it um yeah. I think what he did was absolutely amazing. I mean, he 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 saw he saw he he knows the benefits. He saw the benefits of it, man. Because he his brother, you know, his brother, 
You know, his brother, the reason why he did that, his brother was paralyzed um, in, a, in an accident. Uh, yeah, I guess he was diving off of uh, a dock or something, and the water was a little too shallow, and he ended up paralyzing himself. And he saw what the opiates and everything was doing, and the only thing that gave him relief was marijuana. And 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 for what he did, I thought I thought it was great. I mean, you know, you you got marijuana, then you need, you know, just even the fact it's a CBD. You know, I I knew about that a little early on in life. Um, Are you talking about Charlotte's Web? Yeah, yeah. It did how 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 did it? Did your son when he was going through his stuff? Like, how did it help him? Or or did did he? Did they use any of that for him? No, they 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 didn't use anything mm-hmm. uh, for him for that. Um, he was intermediate, so we didn't have to do any radiation. Um, it, it it was you know a lot of chemo, chemo and then and yeah. then um and post uh, post medication, but uh yeah, we didn't have to do anything like that. I just knew a buddy of mine who kid had epilepsy. And um, or seizure. See, yeah, the epilepsy with the seizure. Uh, that Charlotte's Web yeah. helps. Yeah, man. It it that kid went. His kid went from having, I, I mean, twenty, thirty of them, I think, a week, man, to not having to wear a helmet anymore and and, and being a regular kid. It, it was mm-hmm. just remarkable just to see what it did for his kid, man. And um, it, it's it's there, man. It, it's real. So I asked the fiscal stoner this question, and um, I talk about the first time I did a dab, you know, um, and how intense it was, uh, you know, because you you smoke weed. I, you know, everybody smokes the flower and then they you move up a little bit. They'll do edibles and everything. Do you or have you ever done a dab? And do you remember your first experience of doing a dab hit? Got um got into them um over the um during the pandemic, you know, with mm-hmm. having um having a car, you know, they 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 do have concentrates available. My first my first one was terrible because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but it is kind but, of a rush, though. People people don't understand that because, like, the first time, you know, you smoke weed, you, you get a little high. But the way, the quickness that it hits you, like, mine was I automatically got hot and I started sweating a little bit. I, I don't yeah. know if that was your first experience or not. Yes. Yes, because... Um, because of the dab and 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 I did it, I did it too hot. I guess I didn't let it cool. Enough, oh, but, so they got the nail. They, they got the nail too hot on you. And I, I I used the torch, man. I didn't even have the nail. I I tried. Like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just I was seeing people like fiscal stoner and stuff like that. I'm like, man, let me try it. And um, but the euphoria, the euphoric feeling you feel though from that first one was just, Oof. it was intense, man. Yeah, it was intense. You know, um. I've never done like crack before, but you know, just the setup alone when you're getting ready to smoke a dab with, cause mine was off of one of those ones with the nail and they have the torch and you're heating it up. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is uh, what I imagine. Like 
crackheads or something, but I mean, it's still weed, but you know, it's a big process to go through. You got to get, you know, because the guy that I had had that big canister and, you know, you'd have to turn the knob and just light yeah, it. Cause yeah. I was a welder all my life. And, you know, I was like, Oh crap. It's like, I'm going to work right now. Um, and they would heat it up and they were explaining, well, you don't want to get it too, too hot. You do you want to get it to a certain amount? Because if you get it too hot, it vaporizes too much. But yeah. um, I tried it and I was like, oof. I was like, I just, I leaned back in the chair and I was like, holy crap. I was like, this is intense. Man, fiscal, man. He has, he has the little thermometer, everything, bro. Like, he... <laughs> He's intense with that shit, man. Like, I don't, I don't do that, but I, I count down. I got my method now. Now, yeah, uh, do, method. do you, do you, uh, fuck with the edibles at all or no? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I'll make, I'll make browns even now and then. And edibles are now available in dispensaries now, too. They've been available for about two, three months now. That's cool. Do you get a different high from edibles than, than, than smoking? I mean, cause everybody's more, more different. Everybody. Yeah, More that's, that's that's what I was More saying. Yeah. Um. Well, Reg, I I I could talk to you for a while, man. Uh, tell people once again if they want to find your your merchandise and the content that you're putting out there. Uh, tell people how they can follow you on Twitter, Facebook, uh, your website to be able to find out your uh to be able to find your clothing. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah, I'm Hybro LLC. Uh, same on Instagram. Um, the site is yamhybro.bigcartel.com. Um, like I said, I got shirts, I got hoodies, I got joggers. Uh, when the summertime comes up, man, I have you know I have short, uh, more shirt designs, um, things of that nature, man. Probably some grinders. We'll do magnets, like my guy Total told yeah, me. Yeah, to I'm do. telling you. We'll get some magnets, man. Like I said, we're just getting started. I'm doing it all on my own. We I do it right here at the house, man. The all handmade. Uh, just, what about you know. what? What about uh, some? Yeah, I'm high bro bowls. You, you know, I you know like you know. Oh so, man, I um, I I I looked into. I got the rolling trays. Getting getting into the glass is a little more of a process, and you know, and you know, getting my getting my uh my income up, man, to be able to do something like that. But hey, man. oh, for sure, man, for sure. Hey, for make sure, the money man. now. Make the money now, because that's what I've done with the podcast. Every everybody thinks I'm making the money, the money that I'm making off of this podcast, and I'm going out and trying to spend it. No, pretty much all of it has gone back into reinvesting back into the company. Or, or the business that I'm trying to do. So um, what I'm saying, man, is just keep grinding, keep doing what you're doing. And, and, and if you take pride in your work, which it, it's, uh, I think you are, uh, that stuff's going to blow up, man. Man, I, I, I hope so. I hope so. It's, it's fun. And we're going to get Wiz Khalifa. We're going to get Wiz Khalifa with some of your shit on. I, I promise you. Like no, when this man. when this pandemic breaks down, I will get a media pass if if Wiz Khalifa is performing somewhere. I will I will get in that back. And I mean, guess what? He might not even know what the hell it is. I'm just gonna be like, hey man, I don't even need a signature. I don't need anything. Just uh, you know, hold up this shirt or whatever. I'm gonna get a pick. I'm telling yeah, you, I man. will. 
Yeah, man. Hell yeah, bro. All right, Reggie. I hope you and your family have an amazing new year. And 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 I appreciate you uh, uh, taking the time to be able to speak with me. Man, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity, you know, to um, have your platform to, just to share my brand, man. Thanks, man. Hey, man, let's uh, let's uh, work on some content here in the, in the future, man. I want to have you on again. Oh, I'd love to. All right, man. Have a good night. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch you up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Last segment of the show. I was thinking about this during the break. I, I need to get Reggie in touch with Eric from Stitch You Up. Stitch You Up has been there with the Tuttle Daily Podcast from the very, very beginning. And... Maybe Eric can give him a little bit of a better price on printing stuff uh, because I, I would absolutely love that. But I was talking to my producer, Vulture. Uh, whenever I do these interviews, I'll text him as soon as I get off. And I'm like, hey, man, what'd you think? Did you like it? Uh, and, and let me give you a little bit of background. Like, Vulture is not a radio professional, but he is a fan of radio, and and he's completely brutally honest with me. And one of the things that he said that might have not have been cool during that interview, when I asked Reggie, uh, "Do you consider yourself uh, a a Florida cracker?" Now. A lot of a lot of you people think that cracker is like what minorities call white people. People think, oh, well, you know, black people can call us cracker. So then why can't we use the N word? No, people, fuck you, fuck you and fuck you. That's not how it works. A lot of people, when I say Florida, Florida cracker. Uh, it does not have anything to do with race at all. I mean, the way that I understand it, and, uh, and listen, I'm not one of those talk talk show hosts that can't can admit when they're wrong or don't want to hear the opposing opinion. So if I'm way off basis on this, let me know. I, I would love to hear it, but... From everything that I've learned, Florida Cracker is just somebody that has lived here in the state of Florida their whole life. And the Cracker part comes from, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, uh, uh, Cracker is, is 
because of the whips, the whips that the white man used on slaves. Now, I can see that, and that could be true. But for the most part, when you say Florida cracker, you're talking about the cattlemen, the the cowboys that cracked the whips to herd in the cattle. That was their moneymaker. That's how they made their money. And that's where the term Florida cracker came from. I don't think that it is related to just Caucasians. I think if you've lived in Florida all your life, even if you're not a, a rancher or cattleman, like Florida cracker is almost a badge of honor. And that's the only thing that I meant from it. And I, I really do hope that Reg or Reggie didn't get offended by me using the term Florida cracker. Because I did not mean that in a bad way at all. Uh, if you'd like to qu have any questions about today's show or you'd like to comment on today's show, you can easily do that. You can email me Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor, like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Cam. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?